From Kenner's Star Wars collection comes the Stormtrooper, the Sand People, and all 20 action figures, including new Hammerhead, Snaggletooth, and more, each sold separately. It's the awesome G.I. Joe headquarters. So massive it holds over 50 Joe figures. X-Men Origins Wolverine. It's all about the claws. Now the unstoppable power of Wolverine could be in your hands with Clawsome Wolverine action figures. Welcome to Nerdables. This is our inaugural State of the Union address. With me are the Chief Justice from 3 and 3 Quarter Land, Crazy K. Chris, and joining us from the great state of the Walking Dead toys is the esteemed gentleman, the artist now known as E. Thank you both for being here. What up? So we're going to be talking about toys, our, one of our favorite topics. After that intro, I would hope we were talking about toys. <laughs> well, what else will we be talking about? This is so, the state of the toy union. Now let's talk about video games. <laughs> so there seems to be a rise and fall that we've had of articulation over the last four or five years. I mean, we, we hit a golden age there for a little bit of articulation where we had wrist joints, you know, elbow joints, double elbow joints, double knee joints, uh, what we had, ankle joints, toe joints, toe joints, finger joints. joints, head joints, joints in their hands, you know, we just had joints everywhere. And then all of a sudden, I guess Hasbro led the way with, uh-oh, we need to take back the joints. <laughs> We're giving the kids too many joints. No, they they They're giving took, them too much play. They took articulate action figure. Like we can do too much stuff. We got to take that away. What the hell was that? I don't know. I just got a little excited. Are you okay? No, I don't think so. I think this is. I've never seen you like this. <laughs> He's or animated. Let's, let's just stop the whole toy conversation for a minute. And try to figure out what the freaking hell is wrong with Ethan. He, he likes his new nickname. He finally has a nickname that he Cocaine can... Cocaine is one hell of a drug. It's been like three weeks that you've had the nickname, but all of a sudden you are just everywhere. Like, look, you can't even stop. He's just like moving <laughs> he, like crazy. It's like he's wanting to say something, but he's trying to hold his mouth closed right now so he doesn't. Um, are you that excited about the toy topic? No. He's, no, it's a joint say. topic. <laughs> I was excited I about think, joints. I don't think you have any Walking Dead toys, and I don't think you have any Last of Us toys. Did you go buy like Last of Us toys? Did you customize Last of Us toys, even though you don't... <laughs> You know, no, but he no, has, he but has almost every Walking, walking dead. dead. I do have the Walking Dead toys. So you have all Walking Dead toys. And I'm wrestlers. missing a few. I'm missing a few. I think everybody's missing a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a lot of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it seems like Hasbro has decided that having too much articulation is a is a bad thing. That we need to go back to the five point articulation and the bad molds of the 1970s. You know, the original Star Wars figures. Um, well, as everything, it has to do with cost. More joints means more tooling. It means more molding. But most importantly, it means more people that have to put them together. Because toys aren't built by a machine. It's not like car industry where 90% of a car now is put together by robot arms. You have to still have hands-on skill in a factory to put together all these pieces. So mm-hmm. if you have... Uh, Think of five POA, less as point of articulation, and the fact that there's only six pieces total. Right. There's a torso, a head, two arms, and two legs. One person can put that together very quickly. Then why do we put robot arms on uh, people putting them together so that we can get them even faster? That's not going to work because robot arms don't exist. But on people, anyway. 
<laughs> but when you have, you know, the, the the high point, you look at um one of the, the really the only figure that I really like from the first Amazing Spider-Man movie is there's an Ultimate Articulation one. Yes, that mm. has. God knows how many different points. Yeah, you can actually pose him in a lot of the. Same you can do it almost everything. Panels that, that and everything does, like that yeah. in the comics. He's got what they call rocker ankles, which has double articulation for the ankles. Means it can move side I to think side. It's, as it's, it was and nicknamed back. the McFarlane Spider-Man. I think because of the the Spawn action figure he put out once was like fully articulated at like every joint. Yeah, but the size of that that Spawn mm-hmm. figure was eight inches. This is a three and three quarter Spider-Man. That except for the fact mm-hmm. that it's wearing the sneakers from the movie is a fantastic figure. It has the double oh, knee yeah. joint, so it can go all the way back. I mean, he can literally, um, Phantom once where it you know it looks like he's stretching for you know waiting to go out for a run. He has mm. his arm behind his back and he's grabbing his ankle, the top of the foot. So the leg is completely bent backwards. Um, the yeah, arms so- are double jointed. The the biceps jointed. The wrists are jointed, so he can put his hand all the way up and down and, and side to side. Mm-hmm. The head even has an extra joint to it in the fact that it could go up a little ways and down a little ways, something that most figures don't have anymore. Every single one of those pieces, I mean, you think of it, the arm alone has one, two, three, four. The arm alone has four pieces. It has the bicep. It has a separate elbow. It has a forearm, and it has a hand. Mm-hmm. That's takes four uh four uh, uh, builds, four completions, in order just to build the arm. And then the arm has to go onto the torso. The torso has two pieces. The leg has four pieces. So the thing with articulation is, as fantastic as it is, it's time-consuming and it's extremely expensive because you're tooling, again, you're building a machine that's going to make an elbow joint, which is maybe a quarter of an inch, and that's it, versus building a machine that can make an entire arm. Mm-hmm. Now that arm's crap because it doesn't do anything. <laughs> but it's just not, it's not even just the you know the limited articulation. They've gone to cheaper molds and even cheaper plastic. Well, everything's cheaper, but when let's just stick with articulation for the start with because that's kind of what we were talking about the start is the cost of building a figure like that Spider-Man is skyrocketing because it takes more than one person to build it. It takes an assembly line of people, and that assembly line has to have enough people on it to build all of those different parts and put it together, mm-hmm. not to mention packaging. Getting it in a package, getting those little rubber bands if you have accessories into it, which is always one of the worst things they ever did, which putting accessories in the hands of figures because it's an extra piece. Yes. It's an, or not an extra piece. It's an extra step. You have to have someone manually put that gun in or that sword or... It's also a bitch blaster. to get those damn little rubber yeah, bands. But off. all those things are there instead of just on the side or in the back and its own little its own little casing. Mm-hmm. But if you stick with articulation, you know, forget about the molds, forget about everything else. Just from a basic standpoint of the time, the manpower, or woman power, or child power. Um, Yay, child labor! And the parts cost, and not parts just in oh how much plastic do we use? The same amount of plastics used in a, in a in a five points of articulation mm-hmm. and one that has 20, it's you have to build a molding machine for each piece. The current Saga Legend Star Wars figures, which are five POA, six machines builds that entire figure. Mm-hmm. If you have that uh, amazing Spider-Man, it takes like 15 machines to build that same figure. And all those machines are the same size. Now, also, another thing... Uh our, our Rich looks like he wanted to say something. Well, I was just going to tell you the uh, the technical name of that Spider-Man was the Palacio Spider-Man. 
That was your contribution. You yes, waited because, that long. Because he has so much articulation, he can literally suck himself. Actually, he can't. You've uh, tried. <laughs> no, it's just it's impossible for the way that it's actually built. So, like a, His little spider's too small. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> yes, so I anyways. Use, yes, I use that. Um, <laughs> so I was watching, uh, I guess, uh, someone from, I think it was either Toy Arc or Toy News International mm-hmm. doing an interview with Todd McFarlane regarding the Walking Dead figures and what's coming out. And they got on the subject about articulation, and he he made a good point as having what about having figures with too much articulation kind of makes the figure look bad. Like um, the example he used is he's like with some of the figures he's done in the past with the sports uh, sports line mm-hmm. is that he, they also had the uh, shoulder joints that went into the rotator. The chest. So, yeah, so you can like bring the arms closer closer and farther out like. You know, like a wingspan kind of uh, joint, and uh, it does make a good point. I mean, yeah, you have that extra bit of articulation, so you can put them in cool poses. But then, when you look at the figure as a whole, you're like, "Well, this looks kind of garbage." Well, it depends on what kind of figure you're looking for, though. The McFarlane sports pick or something different; those are basically statues, and he right. made them into that. Mm-hmm. Um, McFarlane had ran that debate many, many years ago when he was the only one doing <laughs> six to eight inch figures in any type of decent. Articulation, decent molding, decent sculpting, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. They sacrificed sculpting over, or they sacrificed articulation over and over and over again in order for sculpting because nobody bought, nobody took those out of the package. When you're looking at something like a Star Wars figure, or a GI Joe figure, or a Marvel U figure, or a DC figure, sure, it looks fantastic just standing there if it has a five POA and it's sculpted really great, or if the arms in a single way. Star Wars used to do that many years right. ago, where they put, you know, they had the the the, the crook of the arm was stuck. You know, you could move it up and down, so but the crook like at the elbow. It, yeah, it, it was sculpted in a way. That you, yeah. Um, but most fans who are going to open their figures are willing to sacrifice sculpting for articulation because mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want to do with the figure once it's out of the package. Right. You know, and, 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 and even when you we get kind into, of focusing on the adult collector, but kids as well. Um, are looking for something that you can do more with it. The, the great thing with GI Joe back in the eighties between the initial release in 82 or 83. And then the second release in 84 is that swivel arm battle grip. And why do people get Kung excited about it? It was, it wasn't Kung Fu grip, but it was a, a cut in the bicep that would allow the, 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 um, the whole arm to swing forward as if it was toward the chest and away from it. But that was kind of, they kind of, coined it to be kung fu grip no the kung fu grip was with the 12 inch many years before and that was the hand actually closed oh, right. the hand open and closed in one of the one of the joes and later in that line no this was mm-hmm. the swivel arm battle grip that they called it battle grip because you could move the rifle over over your chest and then you could put the other hand under it and it looked more like the way that right real soldiers were carrying weapons the figures now the better articulation joe figures i mean you can get it Almost exactly like a real person would hold a rifle. There's some of them that you can get. Oh, it's it, there's some of them, most of them you can. Some of them have some of the have Cobra blocks. Troopers are just amazing. Yeah, some of the ones the Cobra Troopers earlier. Some of the some of the ones that have been lately are really good. Obviously, the Ninjas have a lot that they've done lately. Um, they have a few that just have they they have things in the way in order to do this, but that's right. a whole different topic. The articulation's still there. It's just the molding doesn't really work. I mean, but again, have black jackets and whatever that yeah. keep that keep uh, that prohibit it from doing it. But that's the, the the thing with articulation is, yes, it's moving towards, and we see this now with prototypes that promise you more articulation than you actually get. 
Mm-hmm. Last summer, we saw the Thor the Dark World figures at Comic-Con that looked like they had full, complete articulation. And then when they were released, some of them didn't have bicep articulation. Right. Most of them didn't have wrist articulation, even to the point in which the hand was not separate from um, from the wrist and the forearm, so that the hand wasn't able to swivel independent of the forearm. So you had it where you had to move the entire arm in order to move just the hand. Mm-hmm. Um We've seen a number of things from the prototype stage to the actual production stage change drastically. And that could be when they were planning it. They're like, oh, this is cool. Let's add all these articulation. And then when they run the numbers, they're like, oh, wait, that's going to make it exactly. a well, $20 see, you, you mentioned You mentioned kits. Because you know, one of the things that, that Hasbro presented during Comic-Con was that uh, – you know, going back to the five-point articulation, you know, granted this is all just their media hype. You know, going back to the five-point articulation allows us to go back to the imaginations we had as children. We get to have our figures, you know, with where they don't bend and do all these crazy things that we can make them believe in our, in our heads. Well, this is all well and good, but when I left Comic-Con, you know, my, my 11-year-old nephew wanted some Star Wars figures. He wanted a clone trooper. Well... They had just started putting out the new two packs of the you know the saga line at, at five point. Well, I bought, I bought him one, and he's looking at it, going, "What the hell is this?" You know, of course he doesn't say hell. You know, it's, what is this? This doesn't. You know, I want it to move. I want it to be able to do things. You know, this guy he raises his arms up and down. You know, he can't even sit in a regular chair like you know, and feet touch the ground like his other figures could. So, for them to say, you know. This is something that they're doing because, one, they want to make it cheaper for parents to buy it for the kids. Well, even internally, if you talk to anyone there outside of their PR release, they had, they fully admitted that. The person that I talked to at Comic-Con fully admitted that the point of it was they – Hasbro seems to think there's there's an internal magic price point, and it's $10 or under. Right. And they cannot get their fully articulated figures to it. The black line right now at Target is eleven ninety nine. Yes. Well, the new the new, yeah, the new, uh, the new MU, well, the Infinity, the new Marvel Infinity line is the same price. Yeah, once it actually, well, if it ever shows up. Um, but internally, when you talk to someone, it was the fact that if they can sell two figures at five dollars a piece versus one figure for twelve, they're making more money at two figures at five bucks a piece. Right, and because they're selling more product, because the person that drives the purchase of that product is not the child, it's the mother. Sure. And all the mother or father, parents, um, uh, went back to my Target days when you talk to everybody as a she, uh, that mother <laughs> is making the choice, not based on the figure. I just got that. I don't know why it was just like in a daze and all of a sudden I got that. Well, Target refers to all their customers as she because the, right. the bulk of their of their customers are, yeah, are women. It's women and moms. You know, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, but that's why it just for some reason it was like, I'm thinking pig, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me, wait, no, I get it now. Um, the mother doesn't care what the figure looks like. All she cares about is how much it costs. Right. She's not looking at it going, I want my son to have a really good clone trooper. She's looking at it saying, I want my son to have a figure that's five bucks, and I don't care what it looks like, and he'll be happy with whatever he gets. But see, even- Hasbro's trying to push... Hasbro's trying to push a cheaper agenda... And they're doing it very well in some regards because that parent that's controlling the money yes, is sitting there saying, you're going to get what you're going to get and you're going to like it or right. I'm not going to get you anything. So now, you know, who knows where the, the – if the end game is that the kids just turn it down, 
which we'll get to that in a little bit as to what happened with Boy Toy Isles. Mm-hmm. That may be part of this. But if it works the other way, Hasbro's a genius because they've made really, really, really crappy figures. But they're going to sell a whole bunch of them because well, the only people that are going to buy them are parents of little kids. But we have seen, you know, with the 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 start of the the Star Wars Black Line, that they are catering to a, the adult collectors that still want the articulation. They're still going to pay twelve, thirteen dollars a figure. But the numbers doing, of it are so small. But See, that's the thing is, the five POA is always we, we said it on one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago. You're still taking away that manufacturing ability. When you're doing a clone trooper that has six pieces and you're doing a clone trooper that has 20 pieces, right? you have to build a factory, not factory, but you have to build the machines to make those six pieces of that yes. five POA figure. That takes away from the number of machines, the number of, again, the manpower, the time, the quality, the plastic. It takes away from those other figures. So those numbers are getting smaller and smaller, and that's why those prices are rising because you have a figure that still costs you the same thing, but you can't sell it in the type of bulk that you used to. Right. So it's going to cost you more. So at this point, it'd almost be better to go out and buy yourself a 3D printer and make your own figures. I don't know if we've gotten that far. But it also depends on what, you well, know. if you want to spend like $1,500 for the 3D printer and then whatever it costs for the plastic. Well, the thing is to figure out if you can it even could actually the... It could actually even out in prices, though, if you think about it. It depends on what kind of... If a 3D printer can do each individual piece... Mm-hmm. And you're able to put it together with that same sort of skill. Well, yeah. It's, then, it's, yeah. I mean, I know guys that have 3D printers that do, you know, custom the, custom heads or custom yeah, weapons yeah. and stuff like that. That's a small. That's a. That's it's a big jump to get from that than to 3D print 20 pieces that you need to put together to get a fully articulated three and three quarter well molded figure. Mm-hmm. It's possible though. I'm that, sure. I'm sure there's some people out there. That's doing dependent it. on the the modeling, though. Like what they model, how they model it on the computer. Too. What's well, also yeah, it comes down to your your individual skill and what you can do to your exactly game. the modeling. But so well, I mean, we are seeing you know we we are seeing a rise and fall of articulation, but it, there also is. I mean, because we we actually saw um, DC now has a three and three quarter line that is their adult collection. Granted, right now they're limiting their their product to basically being the uh Batman um Arkham games, you know, line. Yeah, but those are also like, I think like what, five points of articulation too? No, they're no, like no, six. they're they're six. No, they're not full. They're not full? No. Not even close. So there's the no, only there's the, no bicep joint. The only full articulations that are right now are the Star Wars Black Line and the Star Wars MU, which is morphing into the Star Wars, I mean, excuse me, not Star Wars, but the Marvel MU line, which is There's morphing. a Marvel MU line that has close to full articulation. But it's morphing um, into the Infinity line. The infin- yeah, the MU line that was the MU line will be the Infinity line. There are more articulation in some of the toy lines that are coming out, but it's still not. Like the Red Skull figure that came out, the wrists don't turn. Okay. Um, the Those are uh, those. DC Universe or whatever figures. Uh, I bought the Mr. Freeze because it's a gorgeous-looking figure, but the you have a shoulder joint and you have an elbow joint, but there's no bicep joint and there's no wrist joint. Okay, so the hand will come up, and you can make an L out of the hand, right? and you can bring that L all the way up to go uh, horizontal with the shoulder, and you can bring it down so that the elbow is touching the, the stomach, but you cannot turn his, hand, turn his arm sideways so that the forearm cradles against the chest. It was extremely disappointing when you opened it. Wow. Um, okay, but we're talking about the cost of making these toys and with the articulation. 
how does Hasbro then justify Transformer toys, which are many, many pieces put together? Look at the price. They're still what I think twelve. The price to, is, well. The other thing is twelve to I would I would all but guarantee all. you those Transformer toys outsell most of their toys except Star Wars. Sure. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just saying that you know you're talking that it's going to take you know granted you know we're we're saying it could take like two people to build one fully articulated like let's say clone trooper it's probably going to take two or three people to build one well, the thing with transformers one, is you know optimus the, the, the larger toys the the um what am i thinking the profitability of the larger toys is the margin is so much bigger that's the thing the profit margin of the the the, the bigger toys is much bigger than the smaller ones because it's still usually the same number of pieces and the same number of tooling. The packaging is a little bit more. Obviously, it's a little more plastic. There's more plastic. But, but those will also... actually, when you sell those, those will cover the cost of the smaller ones. It's the way Best Buy used to run their entire business. If they sold, when, when DVDs first came out and DVD, uh, DVD players, mm-hmm. they'd sell their DVDs as loss leaders because they were making so much cash on the big electronic pieces. They were losing money in their CDs and DVDs, but that brought people into the store, and they would buy DVD players, which were marked up incredibly. Well, see, I know when we when we worked at the we had the video game store, your your biggest margin marginal items were not your consoles; those were actually your yeah. Least. The video game the video game industry has flipped from because your, your consoles the, uh, are your consoles are your least because mm-hmm. not only do they do they put in the cost of making the unit. And packaging the unit, but they also add in the shipment and, you know, the, the the whole transportation of that unit. So that gets put into the overall margin. Yeah, the video game industry works differently than all the other home electronics. It's the flip. The home electronics, you lose money on content, but you make money on all of the hardware. The video game industry is flipped. Right. You make The hardware on- is razor thin, if it's anything at all, but you make almost everything on the content because you sell more of it right. usually. You look at the I mean, you look at the numbers of video games that are selling what sixty million units. Even the number one DVD from last year, I bet you wouldn't have sold sixty million units. Wouldn't even been close, especially now with streaming. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we've seen not only have we seen a decline in articulation, but you know, as you mentioned before, the toy aisles for especially boys' toys has seemed to gone down to being when you'd walk into a retailer before. Excuse me, it'd be the majority of the toy aisles. Now you're seeing girl toy aisles being more than boys. And in some cases like Walmart, you don't, you don't even have a full aisle as a boy toys. You know, they're, they're not, Walmart's not even carrying star Wars. They're not carrying GI Joe. They're barely carrying, you know, Marvel unless it's a movie tie in, you know, they just, they're almost down to one half of an aisle sharing it with Lego on the other half. Whereas uh, there's so many WalMarts that have gone to the fact that there's only one toy aisle. Yeah, the, well, the the Walmart that I visited today has one toy aisle, so it has boys' toy on the one side and has girls' toys on the other. And then there's the the next aisle is um, like dress up play type stuff and um, baby and toddler toys, and that's it. There's two toy aisles in Walmart. But what's but what's five, weird is six we... years ago Walmart is the largest retailer of toys mm-hmm. in the entire country, if actually the, the entire world, outselling and even Toys R Us. It was outselling everything, yeah, because it's just there's no way you can compete with Walmart. The number of WalMarts is 
three times as much as the number of Toys R Us, and they're selling toys like Mad, Hand Over Fist, all over the place, and they carry every major brand. You go into you go into a Walmart now, and they have Iron Man three toys, no Marvel U toys. Right. Um, there's a number of WalMarts. I don't even know if it's all of them, but there's a number of WalMarts that are not stocking Star Wars anymore, and not yeah, just not just they're not carrying the black line. They're not carrying anything. There's a few that still carry Saga. They, they, the one I went in today has it had four pegs for Saga figures, and that. Oh, was well, it. See, see, I haven't even seen that. The last I saw not was like lightsabers, and you know, all, all like the the costume, you know, cosplay type stuff. Um, but it, and it's not like we're seeing a decline in the product being put out because if we if you go look at you know and we'll get to it after a while is the toy fair there was still you know the same amount of toys coming out but they're seeming to be going to it didn't feel like that to me it felt like every wave was smaller really oh yeah it see it seemed to me like I mean we'll get to now, it when we talk about GI Joe but well but especially and that's what yeah we'll we'll get to that but I. I, I from what I saw, you know, because there are still there's more movie tie-ins now than there ever have been, because there are more superhero, more fantasy, more you know, more of the marketable yeah, movies it the, coming. It takes out. the place of an of a single line. I mean, obviously, right. Marvel has decided to split up everything into, you know, here's our regular line with all the figures that we think nobody cares about, and then here's our Guardians and our Cap and our Thor and our Iron Man. But do we do we does it seem like it's because there's been so many peg warmers in the past that these stores are saying, well, no one's actually coming in and buying the toys anymore, so why should we carry them? I think that's part of a deterrent, I guess, for them to order more. I just think that uh, they're like, oh well, you know, we have these Iron Man assembler figures that are just stuck here, so why would we want to buy? Exactly. And that's so how we like, actually feel about the Iron Man assembler ones. So, so if like, you have an assembler figure that, that has that many pieces anyway, make it articulate. If you yes. have all those pieces articulate, that would have been the greatest figure in the world. Because think of the customizing opportunities you have. You could repaint every single one, and it would look fantastic. But there's the still the molding again, on those figures oh yeah, was, was, was horrible. There but were you, there were a couple. Now let me give you there there were a couple of them that looked decent, but not enough. Not to, like the to not as well as the, the, the Iron Man 2 figures were fantastic. Because if that looked so decent, people would So many of those Iron Man 2 figures had really good articulation, and they had great sculpting and molding as well. Well, think about it. If those assembler figures would have had would have looked good and had the articulation, it, it, not even necessarily had the articulation, because it is an Iron Man figure, it doesn't need to have all that. I mean, it can. But how, how many of those figures would you have picked up just to build a hall of armor? Yeah, I just, no, I said they've you know, they, just they as missed, a display. They missed the line. But that's that's just a specific point of the thing. But like what Ethan's saying in problem one of the problems with this is so many of the SKUs are non specific. You know, everything fits under one umbrella skew. Every G.I. Joe figure, single soul G.I. Joe figure is one umbrella skew. One one uh, every saga, Star Wars Saga Legends is one skew. The Black Series is one skew. So when you have a figure that sits we're looking at, at six-inch Star Wars Black right now, and you have the Princess Leia in slave costume, which unfortunately is not a good figure. It's everywhere. But I walked into a, when a you, Disneyland. When you see a, 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 a report that comes out that says sold and unsold, you're looking at it and going, we got four boxes, 16 figures in each box, 40, uh, 64 figures, and we're still sitting on 44 of them mm-hmm. because all of those boxes – have Slave Leia in it, and it just didn't sell. I walked in, went to the, the Space Trader in uh, Disneyland, and they had probably 40 Slave Leias and 20 Greedos. It's amazing to think that people are probably going to Disneyland to scalp Disneyland toys, or to scalp Star Wars toys. Yeah. Judging on like, What did you do today? I went, to, I went to Disneyland and waited outside the Space Trader until they restocked Boba Fett. 
Well, it's amazing is I you used to be able to find you know a lot of those hard to find figures. But you figure as hard as as hard as those are to find, even with the price markup, it's something like buying it at Disneyland. Yeah, it's still worth going to Disneyland trying to buy those figures as soon as they can. You know, oh, yeah. go in the morning, go straight to Space Trader. I bought Boba Fett. Go put it in the locker at Main Street or whatever the hell they still have, yeah. and then go to Disneyland. Yeah. and you could pay for your Disneyland trip. Oh yeah, more than likely because that figure still what fifty bucks online at least. Probably, yeah. So it's not – so what we're thinking, one of the main reasons that we're seeing limited toys in in the retail markets now, in the limited boy aisle, the, the toy aisles, a lot of it's because of single SKUs. And, you know, that we're getting these peg warmers. I mean, because when they leave Hasbro, they don't – each one of those figures has its own UPC code. Yeah, but the, the, but the amount the of time – But the companies themselves are the com- making a massive – But again, it's – the companies themselves, the amount of time and energy to make so many pro- so many single SKUs, because you have to put that single SKU into your computer system. Right. That's someone sitting there, scan, you know, typing it in, scanning the bar. Arctic Destro, scan. Right. Price. You know, every single product that's done like that, I mean, it's done electronically, but there's someone who has to enter all of that stuff. Now, and the, the toy... Toys don't make enough profit, especially let's take Target as an example. Okay. The amount of profit that you make off of selling paper plates, toilet paper, uh, paper towels, mm-hmm. stuff that you would use in the house every single day. Why did Target have start a grocery? You know how profitable groceries oh, are? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That's why every Target's now carrying milk and bananas and bread and cheese because it's like that's a whole bunch of money. If you were to sit there and say, we have 50 different types of bananas and we want a single skew for each one, Target would do it because – the profit in that single banana is probably more than any figure that's in a toy aisle. Okay. So the, the the cost to to benefit ratio in toys for Target is not very good. That's why Target is not carrying as many toys. That's why Walmart doesn't carry as many toys. There just isn't the num- the pure numbers aren't there too because kids aren't buying many toys anymore. Well, what if, if they limited the number of the lines, like we're seeing smaller lines come out, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like what we saw in the they're never going to change eighties and you know early eighties and seventies that there were only so many figures, you know, a number of different figures coming out each year, so you didn't have to make as many molds, you didn't have to, but you also mass release them for an entire year. That's yes. one of the other things that is the that I think is wrong with the current model, because when you do them into quarters, when you're doing four waves a year, right, you have to change your machinery four times, right, but. The only way that you can get people to buy new product is to change your machinery four times a year because people now will not accept the same product for the entire year. When you and I were kids in G.I. Joe, they released their new figures in February, yes. and they were available to the end of the year and usually available for the next year after. Right. And the new figures are going. They wouldn't retire figures for two, three years. Now, if you don't find a figure, it, Boba Fett isn't probably being made in Kuala Lumpur anymore, wherever he's being he's being made. They've moved on to the next series. That's part of the reason why some of these figures got skyrocketed in price. They're just not available long enough. So what if they, let's say they limited it to 12 figures a year. At the beginning, you, you start releasing that first figure, but you continue, you continue releasing that first figure all the way around for the 12, but every month you add one figure to it. So that way there is something new on the shelves, but you're still able to... But people to get- aren't buying the figures now anyway. That's because they're sitting there seeing the same peg warmers over and but over again. But you're going to see the same peg. You're only going to sell so much of that first figure you make in January. Okay, if you release that figure in January, let's 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 take it from let's take it from a Star Wars standpoint. Let's okay. say we redo the Star Wars line. We're going to do twelve figures in one year. We're going to do Luke. Then we're going to do Han. Then we're going to do Chewie. Then we're going to do Leia. Then we're going to do Lando. Right. Vader, Stormtrooper, 
Boba Fett, Imperial officer, Rebel Another trooper, or whatever. Yeah. Well, let's say they're twelve separate figures. Right. But we've decided as a, as a corporate entity, Darth Vader is going to be the most popular figure out of all of them. So we're going to make him in January. You think anyone's going to buy him in March? Because everyone who wants that Vader has already bought it. That's the other thing: is the immediacy of being of being available not only to children in the toy aisle, but more importantly to the the adult collector online. You right. get that figure when when you can get it right away, mm-hmm. and more often than not, when you don't, you've moved on to the next thing. Okay. Well, this also this goes right into my next bullet point of: Do you think that the third party dealers? Are starting to really kill the toy business because they're going in. Well, they haven't started to. Well, I mean, they're killing the toy business because this is this is years in the making. I mean, they they did this in the '90s when the, that glut of really crappy toys came out. Right in the late '90s and early 2000s, when everything got a line. And this is the other thing: is the pure number of toys that are available because there's so many lines. Whether it's for kids, whether it's for adults, mm-hmm. I mean, every every day you see new toys for new things. You know, new brands that may not even be. You know, no one's really clamoring for a Prometheus figures, but there they are on the Toys R Us shelf. Nobody's right. really clamoring for RoboCop figures, but there they are on Toys R Us's shelf. Uh-huh. You know, um, it, it's impossible to think of any sort of brand now that doesn't have a figure line attached to it. Right. Adult films are getting it. You know, there's a TV Predator shows. line. The I mean, TV shows. You know, there's Breaking, breaking bad, bad toys. Yeah. I mean, for the love of God, they're Breaking Bad toys. Why? Because everybody wants this representation of whatever it is. Don't There's you just, sons just keep of anarchy yeah. that are just coming out this year. But the pure number of toys, there's just so much out there that when you break it up, if you're sitting there saying, well, I can either buy a Star Wars figure or I can buy something weird like Breaking Bad, as an adult, maybe you're buying Breaking Bad. That's one, sure. less, Star, that's one less Star Wars figure. If you have a couple thousand people make that decision, you start to sell less and less. The numbers aren't there. Whether it's third party or not, third party's doing this. Third party, I think more than anything, has fans that just get frustrated and they give up. Right. I mean, I'm the most hardcore G.I. Joe fan of anybody I know, and I almost just gave up because there was an entire wave that you couldn't find except to pay exorbitant amounts on eBay. Right. And that's the point you sit there and say, I shouldn't have to pay this. I shouldn't have to pay this. This should be at Target. This should be at Walmart. This mm-hmm. should be at Toys R Us. But what we're seeing is that and you these, want to throw up your hands and say, "I'm just not going to do this anymore." We're seeing that these third-party dealers are, you know, they have their their lackeys, for lack of a better word, that you know either stalk the the targets and toys. But again, R Us, this isn't old news. Or, no, is, I know this has been happening since they they realized that Star Wars toys could have collectible collectability to them. When they first re-released the Star Wars toys, that was right. I mean, that was it. They've been doing this with Hot Wheels for the same sure. thing. I mean, you want to talk about a completely different market? Because I mean, you know, when you walk, but in, a lot of the same problems. When you walk into Comic Con or you go into like the the uh, flea market and stuff like this, and you're seeing, you know, a GI Joe retaliation Jinx that should have been out in the toys the toy aisles that's sitting there for forty fifty dollars. You know, it's kind of irritating to know that, especially when you see, you know. One of the toy collectors sitting there going, "Oh yeah, you know, go back over there and pick up a couple more of those." You know, the people that either they have them working in the stores or they have them where they know exactly when the items. Well, you have you have speculators. I mean, that's again going all the way back to the second, the second release of Star Wars figures. There's guys on cell phones. This is what ninety seven, ninety six. They had the big bag phones with them, right? 
or the the uh, no, they were still the Zach... they were like the, they were the razor by that point. <laughs> but someone in the aisle like, no, 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 the orange one. You want me to pick up the orange one? Yeah, okay. Well, they got four of them. You want me to get all four? Okay. Well, they got this. They got this green guy here too. Okay. I mean, people. Are... That's nothing new. What's new is these third-hand dealers know exactly what to target, right? What to grab. They know they're looking at the Black Series, the six inch, and going, I'm not picking up Han Greedo or Princess Leia. I just want Boba Fett. I'm yes. not buying cases anymore. I'm only going to tag those. And that's it. So they're not even purchasing all four. They, they've gotten a lot better of understanding what people want and what people are willing to pay for it. it everyone complained, well, going see, back yeah. to the G.I. Joe collectors type stuff, when everyone complained about the, the price of the, uh, what was it, Renegades? What was the cartoon? Was it Renegades? Renegades. No. Yeah, it was Renegades. The Renegades Storm Shadow. Yeah, and everyone said, "I don't understand why it keeps climbing." So you guys keep paying for it, right? If you're going to pay sixty bucks for a figure, that figure is going to be sixty dollars. Well, it's going to continue just... to be sixty dollars because it's not available anywhere. You see this with Monster High and a lot of the other you know girls' toys as well, and you get you get these parents that, and I, I happen to be one of them. My daughter, you know, collects Monster High, and you know, if there's a new figure that comes out that we can't get in the store, you know, first place you look is eBay and Amazon, and Depending on the price, you're going to end up picking it up for your kid. Mm-hmm. But and you see this, you know, with Comic Con exclusives. Last year, I, I saw um, there was somebody that posted a picture from one of the clubs I'm on that posted a picture of their driveway, and their driveway was completely full with the size of a of a Hummer that was nothing but Comic Con exclusives. Yep. Which makes it where the core audiences that want these toys can't get them. Unless they're going to pay an arm and a leg for it. Yeah. You know why? Because, because they, par, they pay an arm and a leg. You want to stop that Monster High thing? Stop you, paying for it. Right. I'll guarantee you, your daughter's going to live. Because oh, it's yeah. Not, it's not you. Yeah. We've gotten to that point. We, we, we figured that out after we bought one of the figures online for like almost you know, a double the price and then ended up finding it in the store for a regular price You know, like a month later. It's all a gamble. That's yeah. why... You made I made that gamble with the Renegade Storm Shadow and it didn't happen. Yeah. But I also made the gamble with the line that had sci-fi and lifeline in it. But going back to G.I. Joe, I made that same gamble with that line, and sure enough, I found them in a store at some point and I paid regular price for them. Right. With some of the newer ones, I made the gamble. I bought a box off of a third line dealer, but it was comparable to retail price and i've been able to find those figures but i actually found them well, more than i paid for them online and see, but some of that like i know i know the site you're talking about and i'm not going to put anyone on blast here but there are people that get a that have a deal with hasbro and some of these other companies that get direct distribution so they can put it at retail or close to retail price and still provide the customers. i'll tell you right now that's the future that is going to be just, that's the future. You're gonna you're gonna see these figures that are specialized that are only going to go through third party sites. And uh, I would say are, Amazon, are, but Amazon will give you close to. Retail. Amazon's usually working with big retail stuff. Right. I'm talking about you're gonna see established third party internet guys, <coughs> excuse me, who have already established themselves as really big toy dealers. Yes, you're gonna see those guys getting cases that are going to be comparable to what if Target would have gotten it. Target would sell the figure at eleven dollars. Mm-hmm. This place is going to get it, get it and sell it for thirteen. Right. Plus shipping, so your shipping is going to cost you another two. It's going to be fifteen bucks. It sounds terrible, but if you think of it, Target's eleven. This is fifteen. That's right. four bucks. 
when you get into a case that's 12 figures, yes, that gets bad because you're looking at another 40, 50 bucks just to get the whole wave. But if you're wanting the whole if wave, you're, if you're if you're wanting the whole wave and if you don't want to hunt, that's the biggest thing. Right. That was this with the, the, the Joe figure case that I purchased. And I'm going to say it. I purchased from BBTS, Big Boy, Big Bad Toy Store. And I'll give them the, the plug because they are offering G.I. Joe figures at close to retail prices and you don't have to hunt. Hasbro did everybody a solid by finally making a wave in which every figure was individual. There's sure. no doubles. When they did the wave where there were three roadblocks in one wave, that's where they, they shot themselves in the foot with this crap. They did the same thing. It was like, well, everybody loves roadblocks, so I need three of them. Everybody loves Luke, so I got three of them in there. Nobody's really going to care about the Stormtrooper, so I'm only going to put one Stormtrooper in every one. Hasbro has not understood way, uh, army builders whatsoever. That's true. Well, I mean, they, they got to the point where they were, for like, you know, BBTS, they were making uh, troop builder collect, you know, that you could buy where you could mm-hmm. buy like four clone troopers or whatnot together, but it was only through the online retailers. Um, but right, because they're taking them out of the cases. That's that's the thing is they're not getting those four figures from Hasbro. Right, they're taking a case and they're taking all four Cobra Troopers out. You know, four cases, one Cobra Trooper out of each one. They know that's the one that everybody wants. Sure. So you take those out and you said you can get four of them for eighty bucks when normally they would be twenty five dollars. They're now twenty each, but you have to spend the entire eighty. Right. That's making up for the fact that almost the the entire rest of that case is not going to sell. Right. They're going to sell the roadblock seen, and the snake eyes out of that case at a discount. We've also seen where Hasbro and other companies are making toys to be exclusively sold on these online retailers too. You know, Entertainment Earth gets, you know, they get the Marauders pack, they get, you know, the Yeah, uh, again, you have a huge company. You have a huge company in which is excelling at getting product to people that want it. Right. It's a niche. Hasbro's looking at this and saying, we're going to take the same Mandalorian that we did for Django Fett, and we're going to repaint it 16 different times. Mm-hmm. That's a fairly cheap figure. But if we put it out in a store, it's not Django Fett. Right. Little Bobby and, and Little Johnny, they're going to come. I don't care what this figure is. It's brown. I don't give a crap. Right. But your adult collector is going to want it. Hasbro found out a great idea of we put this to a retailer that's already connected to that niche audience that wants these these repaints, these side figures, these new ideas, and we'll sell it to you exclusively. You have the exclusive right to it. You set the price, and the price is over retail, but you also know there's not as many of them. I mean, it, it worked out. It, it gets figures that... It gets figures that, unfortunately, executives think people don't want. Mm-hmm. This is the G.I. Joe Collectors Club thing, where they're, they're making exclusive figures of some of the... Um, you know, some of the characters that are later in the line that Hasbro doesn't think people will look for. But it screws somebody like me that really likes some of those later guys like Topside or... <laughs> well, they, they or think whatever. that everybody's going to want, you know, five or six different Snake Eyes or, you know, a hundred different Darth Vader's also, or whatnot. You know, that, that original Joe, the, the original Joe series and, and figures was based off of the figure first and then the media. Mm-hmm. The flip side now is the media. You're just finding the most popular character and that's what you make. Right. So you're looking at a Star Wars saga and you're going, okay, you got Luke Han and Leia, and I've got Anakin and Kenobi from the Clone Wars, Darth Maul, Darth Vader, and a Stormtrooper and a Clone Trooper. And that's all we're going to make. <laughs> now, I mean, we've seen, you know, Toy Fair is putting out, we saw a lot of toys at Toy Fair that I'm curious to see how many of them make the shelves. 
you know, we're, we're seeing. Obviously, we'll see the Guardians of the Galaxy ones. We'll see the, you know, the the um, Captain America ones. We'll see, you know, the big movie ones. Well, even then, you may no, not we see probably them. On the not, same one. Yeah, you probably won't even see them on the shelf because of these. No, we're talking about the fact that. One, again, one of the differences, one of the things that the internet has brought to us is that it's um, much more open to fans to see what was supposed to come out, and then they can see what did and didn't come out. Right. Almost the entire Toy Fair display for the Marvel Infinity or what have you is made up of figures that were canceled previously. Yes. The, the whole first run, the whole the whole first almost run the entire that. first run. Yeah, they have the Ares figure that was canceled. They have the Destroyer figure, not Destroyer, uh, Gladiator figure that uh-huh. was canceled. They have the Valkyrie figure that was canceled. That was supposed to be a three pack that never came out. Um, you're seeing that now with the Joe line. The, some of the figures that have come out in the Joe line were ones that <clears throat> they displayed at JoeCon in 2012 or 2013 and said, "Hey, we, we made mold." We, it was we, the 2013 we, con. Yeah, we made this, and we, you know. We were going to do all these figures, but we canceled all of them because no one's buying it. And then fans responded and said, we really want the Quinn, the Data Viper, the Heat Viper. And so they went ahead ahead and did them. Um, Star Wars has been running this for years with fan polls, Uh you know, to try and figure out what fans will actually buy. And I think it's a great way to do it. I mean, if I was sitting there as as Hasbro right now, if I'm looking forward to go to a G.I. Joe line, I would put it online and say, what do you guys want? Right. You tell us. Mm-hmm. We want we want a, a, a gung-ho that's that's a hell of a lot better because that first gung-ho has terrible articulation compared to the new stuff. We want a new Major Blood. We want a new Scrap Iron. We want to see Hit and Run, Hardball, some of the guys from the later stuff. And that may be the only way that Hasbro will stop making Snake Eyes, Duke, Destro, and Cobra Commander. <laughs> but even then, you, you've got a chance to tell Hasbro... I want a Cobra Commander that looks like the one that was in the first IDW series. It's right. almost like, hey, this is how you're going to make money is if you make these guys because we're all going to buy them. Well, G.I. Joe is one of those specialty lines. It's getting to be a specialty line other than the Not movie tie it, it is a specialty line. Well, But see, here's a question that I had. Um, because we saw last year with the retaliation line coming out with the anticipation of the movie coming out in the summer, and then they held the rest of the line back until... The movie came out, I guess, what was the following the year. Next year. Yeah. So it got confusing for not only the the fans that wanted these toys, but the retailers that were having limited space. It didn't – see, this is, this is the thing. It's not, it's not a confusing thing. It frustrated the fans that were going out to buy the toys, the adult fans, and it made the kid fans not care because right. there's no movie to push it. So you had product that you're telling Target, Toys R Us, Walmart, hold it on the shelf for six months, mm-hmm. and then we'll give you new product. And Target, Toys R Us, and Walmart basically told them to pound sand. Right. Like, the hell with you. We're just going to put it in our back room and wait till the other set comes out. By the time the other set comes out, most of the adult fans are already frustrated and says, I don't really care anymore. Yes. The kid fans don't care because it's not a kid's movie. Yeah. G.I. Joe Joe's Well, that's the thing. is G.I. Joe isn't a kid's line anymore. It's It's not a... You know, you, you you had a in the eighties you had a comic which was fairly, by comparison, fairly sophisticated, and you had a cartoon which was dumb as hell. Right, and the but, cartoon was dumb as hell. Was driving the toy line, but that's what drove the toy line. But they even then they didn't do. Hey, we're just going to make Duke in sixteen different outfits. I mean, marketing has changed, and the way that that we approach this type of thing has changed. You know, for thirty years ago or whatever, all GI Joe wanted to do was we need new characters, we need new designs, mm-hmm. we have to push this. Now it's just keep making Duke, keep making Duke. That's all kids care about. Keep making well, I mean, Snake if, Eyes, if keep making Storm Shadow. If they made him 
different enough to the point where you'd want to be like, oh, well, that's a completely new figure. Yeah, then I'll pick him up. But there's even they've like, done that. They've like, done that. Even even some of the Dukes and and are great for army building because you can change the head on it and it still looks. That's like something a, they learned way too late in the game. But yeah. the 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 thing that frustrates you is they're making yet another Duke instead of one of these you know classic figures or something new. You're you're looking at it for me, and there was a year where all four releases carried a Duke, a Snake Eyes, a Cobra Commander, and a Destro. So through the year, you got four of them, and you didn't get some of the guys that were popular towards the end or some of the mm-hmm. niche characters or even some other army builders. You know, you didn't mm-hmm. get a second Cobra Trooper well, I think that's whatever. also with every every line that's out there is the same. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, like, for example, the wrestling figures, you'll find John Cena in every series that they've released because they know the kids are going to buy a John Cena, but it's the same exact figure every time. You look at it, you're like... Well, it's cheaper, too. They all, they can just reuse the same... Yeah, know. it's just like, oh, he's instead of wearing jean shorts, he's wearing cargo shorts. And that's all they did is just repaint his pants and then put them out there again and say... But you bought both versions. No, I did you? not, actually. You know John Cena is his favorite wrestler. 